What is up, man? It's Dallas. Uh, welcome to the Grand Design Podcast. The podcast is all about taking the ideas in your head and materialize them in the world in the form of mass movements. Um, today is not a real, you know, it's not going to be like a structured type of episode. Um, today is going to kind of be like just, it's really just a conversation. It's about 2 a.m. We just uh, spun the corner from McDonald's and uh, it's me and my girlfriend of four years and nine months. Eight, ten months, something like that, <laughs> and uh, and she's Alexis, so you're getting canceled. It's just gonna be us, you know, talking. Hey guys, um, <laughs> I don't like. I've never done something like this before. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. This is your show. You gotta talk. You gotta tell me what we're gonna talk about today. Alright, I'll tell you what Let's I'm talk talking about. What you, what you want. You be this episode gonna be about the dumb um do we curse on this podcast? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. The dumb I'm not gonna curse. I don't know how Apple feels about it, but I say whatever I want for, no. for the most part. I'm a little I'm a I'm a little old lady. I'm a little old lady. I'm a good old lady. <laughs> the dumb trash that I see on Twitter, y'all. And it's about to get real heated in here, you know. I don't know if you got a lot of people on this podcast that be doing bad stuff, but I'm gonna tell y'all what's wrong. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why it's wrong, okay? So the first topic, I think we should. I think you know. I think we should do. Mm-hmm. We should. We should. Um, we should do hot takes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So hot take number one. Um, no, maybe not hot takes. Let's talk about misogyny in social media. How does that sound from the male's perspective? Mm-hmm. He just shook his head no, y'all. Well, I said, uh, I kind of shrugged. But it was a head shake now. That's no. misogyny right there. Mm-mm. Trying to silence the woman, I see. So, you got a lot of guys that listen to your podcast? Oh, you don't really know, right? Because it's just kind of like random. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably a lot of people on Instagram, really. I'm going to give y'all a real inside look real quick on how dumb you look on social media, Okay. Now, Dallas always tells me not to be on social media because he said that, you know, it gets me angry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I get very flustered. I get very annoyed. But something always draws me back. And, you know, this quarantine in particular has got me back on the social media, y'all. And I don't know. I just, I feel like I need to tell the people. I need to tell the people what's what's wrong and why it's wrong, right? So, Okay. Now, I get that, and this, this is an open conversation, right? This is an open mm-hmm. conversation. I won't roast you in front of everybody. Um, <laughs> why do you think misogyny is an issue if you do think it's an issue on social media? Okay, I'll answer. Because, because the world is just generally, most people in the world are attracted to problems. They have a negativity bias, and so that's the focal point. You know, it, most of the world, you know, is just unwell in general, and so what they radiate is unwellness, and that's the standard, regardless of anything, race, gender, nationality, color, creed, whatever you want to call it, is just a standard, and that that is just their particular form. Uh, that's directed to that demographic, and they got the same form of energy you know just defined differently directed their wife and their children and their parents and their co-workers i think it's just general unwellness in society and 
that's just one brand of it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> I thought I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Like we're like talking, and it's like there's a phone between us recording us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we know it, so it's just kind of weird. But anyway. Um, I feel like Dr. Phil right now. I'm feeling the blank. Like <laughs> I don't even know how you do that because it's just mad weird. Yeah, we gotta have you on like every every week, like once a week or something, twice a week. Uh, well, that'll be fun, right? As long as you're paying well, I can do it. <laughs> anyway, let me give, let me give y'all the perspective of a woman. I know you guys don't like that, you know. Like it's like 1920. We gave you guys the right to vote. Stop asking for stuff. But you know, <laughs> I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna ask for more, right? So. Like, I see a bunch of random stuff on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, it's there. And there's a lot of, like, misogyny, okay? And, like, look, I'm not, like, a super-duper, like, think that everything's offensive. I just think that things that are offensive are offensive, if that makes sense. I don't make up things that are offensive. I just know what's right or wrong. not saying I'm perfect, but, you know, you just know what's right and you know what's wrong, right? Right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) I've seen a lot of, like guys post random stuff and i'm like bruh I'm like this is crazy so for instance i saw um this this is something we were talking about i got very passionate about it but i'm gonna say it anyway so um i'm an actress i'm trying to be an actress you know um i've done one film not to brag <laughs> hasn't come out yet but um you know i just had to had to plug myself real quick so um i know the industry it's like i'm still trying to figure it out but Anyway, I bring that up because I follow, like, a million, like, film pages, you know, like anybody else does with their passion. And um, the film pages that I follow always post, like, you know, videos and stuff of movies, like, scenes talking about them. And so literally the only thing was that was on there was, like, it was from um, Birds of Prey, which I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really speak on it. But I'll just, I'm just speaking on the human condition and behavior, okay? Um, and it was um, Margot Robbie doing her stunts, and they were saying how she did her own stunts, and it was showing, like, how it was recorded originally, and then how, like, the edited version, and it was pretty cool. Like, wow, this girl's, you know, whatever, sorry, woman, this woman's doing her own stunts, you know what I mean? Like, and I, it's, like, always shows, like, cool behind-the-scenes stuff. So, you go in the comments, and again, this was about an actress doing her own stunts, and this guy's, like, oh, worst movie ever okay i don't know what word for word because like you know i just i was just very annoyed by it but um and this is this is why i'm saying it's it's kind of a plague right so this dude i see this a lot he comments that's like oh it's a terrible movie worst movie he's ever seen or something like that and that it was feminist um trash right now again i can't really you know explain if it is or isn't like for sure but there i'm just i'm very inclined to believe it's not because a lot of people are saying oh, i was good some people are saying it was okay but this man is so crazy right he like literally posts his comment and then he likes his own comment and then he goes down everybody else's opinion like especially women's opinions now the problem is it's like guys that said something good about it like or just said like a general comment nothing said women that comment something oh what is your iq 50 like sir and that's what i'm saying a lot of people like oh no i'm not a misogynist i'm just speaking the truth like if you're only directing your 
I feel like, you know, this is how it is. But if you're only directing, like, certain... I just feel like some guys only direct certain energy to women. Because I don't know if they're just scared or what it is. I don't know. But it's just very, like, disrespectful things. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, thinking... I'm not going to, like, be rude. But personally... I'm not, like, a super big fan of, like, action movies. I mean, I like them, but, like, superhero movies, I'm just, like, you know, whatever. It's not my favorite type of movies, so to sit there and even, like, criticize... I think for, like, certain movies are just good for certain reasons. Like, you know, action movies, superhero movies are good for effects and when to be emerged in a world, but sometimes the story, and I know, like, a lot of Marvel fans will get upset with me, but isn't as compelling as other films so in my opinion like even arguing about like the plot line of a superhero movie just doesn't it just seems ridiculous i don't really think that's where like the focus is but what and also what intrigued me was there are other people saying like oh this is feminist propaganda because all the girls are females and or it's like a feminist agenda but is it a feminist or a menemist whatever you want to call it agenda when we've had to watch you know 500 different male uh, superheroes throughout the film industry um, while, you know, female <laughs> superheroes of the, the few are, like, in half-naked clothes. I'm just confused. Like, is that not an agenda? You know what I mean? So it's kind of interesting. I don't know, but it's like, I just feel like, you know, some people just go online and they just project their insecurities. I don't even know if it's insecurity. I don't really know what it is. But it's just very, like, people can tell. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very visible and it's very sad. So, and that's not to say you can't, you know, criticize certain things. But just because something is female-oriented doesn't necessarily make it feminist propaganda. Just because, you know, it's a group of girls versus a group of guys doesn't make it feminist propaganda. It's literally a plot line. Like, get over it, you know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if we really wanted to get rid of men, you know, I feel like that would have happened after 1920. <laughs> but it didn't. So, you know, just just watch the movie or don't. But to say that it's an agenda just doesn't really make any sense. Like, I don't understand. It's like everyone says everything's a freaking agenda. Like, every time, like, oh, if you have a gay character in the movie, oh, it's an agenda. Like, gay people exist, women exist, and... You know, they're going to be characters in a movie. If you can't handle that, then maybe you just shouldn't watch the movie, in my opinion. Because it's just insane. Just people in general, like, oh my god, like, I don't know. It's just social media, it's just a psychotic, like, crazy world. Like, <laughs> I wanted to say, is it evil world we live in? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I kind of sound like I'm rambling, but it's just very, like, I feel like men really need to realize that misogyny doesn't help you at all like it literally doesn't help you at all like misogyny is not a, like and people don't confuse it like being a man is not good like that's not what i'm saying but the like i don't know the culture of men i don't know like really how to explain it but there's like this generalized like you know mindset like oh being a man is like this this and this and this is what you have to do and if it's not this, then, you know, we're going to put it down or we're going to say it's stupid or we're going to say this, that, and a third. And what you do is, like, you just limit yourself so much. You know what I mean? Like, to believe that you're better than somebody because of genitalia just really doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, you really just, 
like I don't know it's just it's just you it's like kind of like a catch-22 when you do that because it's like to think that you're better than someone when you're really not like it's kind of like you're bolstering your self-image and you're not gonna be able to grow because you're actually not as good as what that you think you are you know what I mean like you're not as good as what you think you are and if you like put yourself in a a place where you're like oh no like women they get and, and that's another thing like I remember this guy used to say like oh women they have it easy they get free drinks like really seriously like if you want to trade bodies for a day so you can get free drinks and I can walk down the street and not feel like I'm going to die like <laughs> we can do it man like let's like let's go let's switch but I don't know I just feel like it doesn't really help you at all like a lot of guys like, for instance I saw this Facebook post and it was talking about how women like breast cancer and um I don't know it was just so stupid it was a picture of a guy and a, a, a man and a woman he ha it was like they're at like a conference or something I don't know like what do you call that thing with the NBA people when they talk uh, an interview I don't know like NBA like you know after they do the game they sit at the table and they like talk about something yeah it was a press conference something yeah and it was just like a meme I guess but it was a woman she had like a bunch of mics in front of her and then a man he just had one mic and on the women's side, it was like breast cancer. And on the men's side, it was prostate cancer. But to me, and they're saying like, oh, how that's like, you know, an example of, you know, or another one was women was like, uh, like the, what is it? The pay gap, whatever it is. And yeah. the man was like male suicide rates, right? And they're saying that women get more of a voice but to me it's like it's still an issue with misogyny and we've had this discussion before because you're allowing like this whole idea that men have to be strong and men don't have like can't have issues and that you know getting your butt checked is like you know not manly it's kind of like like that's still like an issue on misogyny like it's not like women are telling you not to get your ass checked you know what i mean or butt checked sorry it's not like women are telling you that you can't talk about your suicidal thoughts. That's definitely not the case. But when you press these, like when you press misogyny on a woman, you're really just to me like screwing yourself over. Because like the post show, which they, the person who made it completely didn't get it. They just completely didn't get it. Like it's like it's not to say like you're not saying that misogyny is an issue you're just not realizing that it's not working the way that you want it's like racism in a sense like people use racism and it works in their favor quote-unquote some ways but at the end of the day you know what I mean like to be racist like oh yeah you're not gonna have so-and-so around you but these people they have you know the cure possible cure to cancer they're the ones that would like help you if you if you fell on the road. Literally, crazy side story, but me and Dallas went to a CVS one time. This old white lady and her old husband, she fell on the ground. The husband would not let us touch her. He said, don't touch her. I guess, I don't know why he didn't want us to touch her. I don't know if you have an answer to that. <laughs> or like, okay, like whatever the ladies, like, you know, and I have a elderly grandma at home that I picked up a thousand times because she just has a thing of falling on the floor <laughs> and um which is really just rolling out of bed but <laughs> and um 
yeah and we walk back out and this like white guy comes over and he lets you know the white guy pick her up but he just did not want me or dallas like touching her like he was like i don't so yeah you can believe that racism works like oh i don't have these black people around me but you literally have your wife on the ground so just put that with misogyny or literally any other issue homophobia you're trying to you know put down other people every day and not realizing that like this person can help you and not that you should be respect people because they can help you you should just respect people period but you know i don't know i feel like i'm rambling sorry everyone <laughs> it's just crazy so i don't know it's just like there's like a whole bunch of issues it's not that women you know are not are perfect people like women have their own issues and weird things that they do but that's just something that's really like i think people don't really talk about is like they paint misogyny or people try to say oh like you know feminism is against men and it's like i think you know everyone should be a feminist i think everybody should be against misogyny because it really doesn't help you should be against gender roles period you know what i mean like i mean i just don't think it really helps you to be honest like it's like you know it's like i see we see posts all the time like oh i need a woman to cook and it's like well what do you do if like she's sick or like what do you do like if she leaves you like you know, i know how to make anything you're meeting like and your waffles and uh, dino nuggets for the rest of your life because you're like, oh no, a woman's supposed to cook for me. Like, no, like, gender roles really don't help you. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's that's another crazy thing. Like, a lot of men, well, not a lot, but I've heard of men saying they don't want, like, their wife to work or something. It's like, how do you want children and want all these things and you want to limit your money? Like, does that make any sense to anybody? Because you want, like, someone to clean the house or to cook? Like, you know, there's a freaking Outback Steakhouse steak and lobster for like, you know, 20 bucks. Just go there. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. It's just like misogyny is just insane to me. It's just it's just like racism and it's just weird and very useless. And just, I guess, another way to like make a certain group feel better than the other group. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. <laughs> like out of breath good lord <laughs> they're probably gonna be like shut up shut up woman and then go to you and be like you simp <laughs> and what does simp mean like what is what is that what is that even terminology like that's another stupid word that the male community the trash male community and not saying all men are trash it's just there's a lot of trash men there's a lot of trash people though but it's just you know like just don't be annoying about it okay <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but yeah the whole thing of like being a simp like what does a simp mean <laughs> is it a sympathizer like what does it mean i hope i'm not saying anything inappropriate i'm gonna look <laughs> it up let's see define simp A silly or foolish person <sighs> says a man that puts himself in a subservient, submissive position under women in hopes of winning them over without the female bringing anything to the table. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's very um, insightful, you know. Mm-hmm. That's on uh, Urban Dictionary, everybody. Yeah, that's another stupid thing, like... Hey, that man has a good opinion. He's a simp. Hey, that man isn't a misogynistic piece of trash. He's a he's a simp. Really? 
It's very weird. It's like, oh my god, like just accept that you're wrong. Accept mm-hmm. that you have bad opinions. It's like you're literally like your racist grandpa at the table, mm-hmm. and you don't even know. Like, <laughs> you don't even know. You're just like, oh no, well, like man, whatever. Like, sir, please stop it. <laughs> Recognize that you're wrong. Why are you putting your head down? Because I'm tired now. You ready to go to sleep? No. I'm just out of breath. I thought you were going to interject and say something. Um, but instead, I just talked to myself for three hours straight. <laughs> no, I mean, this is, you know, I feel like when you when when you get a stream of ideas going, you know, it's better to just not interrupt that and just back out of it. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? I think more people ought to do that and get used to doing it. A lot of, you know, interviewers don't. Which I'm not an interviewer, but, you know, a lot of interviews aren't really good at that. And so they interrupt some really good things. And you cut them off at a point where it's like, man, I really want to hear what was coming next. And, you know, I don't like that. So I just like complete thoughts to be made before anybody says anything. But, you know. That's why I say, and I said in the interview last night, you know, that's what the entire idea of that first four episodes was, that journey of switching from a competitive mindset to a collaborative mindset. Like, that's the importance of it, because not only does it help you in cultivating people around your ideas and your visions and plugging them in, but... You know, it, it it also reverberates through your personality and the way you interface with society as a person. You know, and that's what design is all about. You design through the things you build, but you design through your story. You design through the, you know, what you embody. And you can't build movements that are great without switching from a collaborative, I mean, from a competitive mindset to a collaborative. Like you're saying, so many people are in a collaborative frame of mind, whereas I mean, a competitive frame of mind where they, you know, they not only and that's a that's an energy that lasts and is perpetuated throughout. Like I say, it's an energy that radiates. It's not an energy that's an arrow that directs to one person, but it's an energy that radiates. And you'll you'll see these people there will be competitive with people, you know, in their jobs. You know, they want to ball out. They want to better. They want to shine. You know, when they start businesses, they want to be the do it all on their own. You know, you know, their friends, they'll hate on their friends that are doing better, doing successful, you know, and that even just translates in some arenas to the fact that these people are competing against this other gender, this other faction, right. you know, and you can't be a designer. You can't design anything from that frame of mind, because at the end of the day, all movements will come back to you. Because how could you ever do somebody something for somebody that you're competing against. Mm-hmm. That's why the core of design is switching from competitive mind frame to collaborative mind frame. And what you discover through that process is that empathy is the cornerstone of everything. There's no space in this movement for anybody that doesn't like somebody for their gender, somebody for their sexuality. Somebody for their race, somebody for their nationality, 
you know, because that completely contradicts the entire idea behind the entire, you know, behind the entire thing. You know, how can you create something great and only serve in one dimension? How can you create something great? And really, because if you're like I said, if you're misogynistic, chances are because of the radiance, you hate everybody around you. How can you create something great when you're the only one reaping the benefits when it only serves you? The cornerstone is empathy. And when you can empathize with people that you're collaborating with, regardless of race, nationality, gender, sexuality, and all these things, then suddenly you can create great movements because you can understand, okay, with this vision and the people that I want to plug into this vision, here's how, because you empathize with them, you understand them to a T and their desires and their needs, their wants to a T. Mm-hmm. Now you can start to create great movements because you understand this is the deal, The this is the most optimal deal for everyone involved. Right. You understand what I mean? And if it's the optimal deal for everyone involved, then suddenly you have something that moves. If you have the optimal deal for just you because you're competing with everybody involved, it doesn't move. You know? And so if you feel these feelings that she's talking about, if you feel like, you know, I'm going to call it what it is, if you feel a rage, because it is a rage, because you are boiling. Because you're, you know, if you're upset with this conversation, you know, I really offer you to look deep inside yourself and really understand the mechanisms that's making you feel that way. Really understand that there's a deep-seated unwellness about you. It ain't nobody fault in the world that your mama don't love you. Or that your girlfriend broke up with you. (laughs) Or that your girlfriend broke up with you. Or that your daddy didn't care to stay around. It's nobody's fault in the world. You know, and take note, you are in a competitive frame of mind. If these things are, you know, something that's uh, manifesting in a form of hating another gender. But also, I really want you to realize the effects that these things have on yourself. Because take note, you're you're in a competitive frame of mind. You're self-serving. And so when you're in a self-serving and competitive frame of mind and everything's about you, Everything's truly about you. And so notice when you go to hate on this other gender or this other sexuality or this other group of people, it's about you. It's not about them. It's about you. You're literally just expressing to them everything that you feel inside about your past and things that occurred in your life that befell onto you. You know, it it really is a less about what the other person's doing. And about something internal. I think a lot of things function that way. Because at the end of the day. you know, And, and really look at it. You know the, the path. Uh, of your day. Based on some of the things that you might. Feel you've given or received from other people. At the end of the day. You feel like you gave them. You told them your mind. Or you got mad because they did something. But at the end of the day. You're the only variable that's damaged. You're the only variable carrying that rage. You're only variable feeling these 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 different type of ways. You know, you're the only variable on a on a self destructive path. You know, you can't let unwellness through your life, and uh, I don't I don't really have much else to say on that. But I think that's a very true thing. Yeah, for sure. Yep, it's you just gotta give people a chance. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, just not everyone a chance, but, 
you know, like, if, I don't know, it's just, it's just crazy, like, let go of it, like, I, I was talking to him a couple of days ago, remember, and I said that, I think for a lot of people, this is kind of going to something else, and I don't know how long you want to, like, run this for. Yeah, every episode is like an hour anyway. But, oh, wow, huh. Well, we can talk about something else then. Um, another issue, like, racial issues. I don't really want to get, like, too much into it, because I know it's something that's very, like, not, I'm not, like, against it being touchy, but it's just so much you can talk about. But another thing I've been seeing a lot is a lot of, like, racism, especially during this, you know, pandemic. People are home. People have nothing to do other than to be on social media all day. And it's just, like, people are just really, like, just, you know word vomiting on the keyboard at this point and it's just you know it's really like become especially i mean mostly talking about twitter but sometimes on facebook too like this completely like racist weird crazy environment like it's absolutely absurd what it's becoming i think um because it's like it's just against everyone like you know white people against black people black people against white people black people against asian people asian people against black people and then white people against asians and asians against white people and then you know just you know then they've got like hispanic people latino people um just everybody and it's just it's so and I'm, it's not everyone like i don't want to generalize like like i don't want to generalize men i'm not going to generalize race i'm just talking about the people that perpetuate this issue racist x misogynistic x you know what i mean like i'm not trying to say like everybody's one way or another because I do think there's good people in the world, but there's a lot of people, like, that I've seen as friends and have personally, like, I mean, like, just disgustingly attacked white people. And I'm not, like, trying to defend any races. Like, I understand everyone does something, but not every white person, like, is racist. Just, like, not every black person is racist or any other group is racist or does bad things or does whatever like if those are all individuals and i understand like like i'm i don't know if you like if they know this but i'm black and white my dad's black my mom's white and it's always been like it says it's really hasn't really been a problem i mean there was, it was a problem but i didn't know why because i didn't really know like racism like existed until i was kind of like in middle school and then like things were kind of weird but then I was like, I didn't really understand, like, why people treated me a certain way or whatever. But it wasn't, like, blatant racism. You know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of like, oh, no, like, you're this. And it's like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, when you're multiracial, people love telling you what you are <laughs> and, what, and what you're supposed to be doing for some reason. But, and it's not something I'm not trying to defend anybody because I know, like, you know, there's been a whole racial, like, past with black people racial past with every other minority but i've seen a lot of minorities attack white people and this isn't to say like i'm sympathizing with the white community or whatever people are going to say that i'm doing i'm just saying that it does it's not what does he say it's unbecoming of you it's unbecoming of you to attack white people even if it's a white person that did something racist right like because there's been a lot of tiktoks and you have to remember these are like, like, like I'm 22 years old. I'm going to say 21. I'm 22 years old. These are people that are years older than me in some cases. Years older than me. Tweeting blatantly racist stuff 24-7 about light-skinned people, about white people. And, you know, it's, it's really like, I don't really let it offend me. Because 
I understand where it's coming from. A lot of situations, like, especially because I'm just going to say with the black community, because that's what I'm a part of, and that's the majority of people that I follow. Um, I think a lot of people like that do that, they have insecurities because of the racist past of America or whatever. Like, like I said, I've gone through things at the hands of white people calling me the N-word with the hard E-R, you know, like several times. But to me, like, that just doesn't make me say racist things towards white people because I don't particularly like something. Are some of the things that the kids on TikTok do, does it annoy me? Yes. Like, you know, the random, like, colorism stuff and, like, saying that, you know, they're better. But it's at the same time, it's like, this is a freaking 16-year-old dumb girl, you know what I mean? Or dumb guy doing this stuff. Like, why are you, like, you know what I mean? And to me, it's like, it's, I'm not going to respond back by making a TikTok being racist towards white people. I'm not against you, you know, calling that person out, calling them trash. You can call them whatever name you want in the book, that particular person. I don't care about that. If you do racist stuff and someone calls you out on it, you know, I'm not going to like go in really into detail, but somebody I knew very well did something super racist before that was completely insane towards me. Not towards me, but towards people like me. And does that make me want to go online and say, like, oh, white people are this? No, it doesn't. Because to me, like, it's just, it's becoming something where it's like, and that's what I'm saying, I want to delete all my social media at this point, and I need to get off of it. But I think, like, it become it become like, it, it eats at you, I think. And I was telling him that I think the best revenge you can have on a racist person is to be happy. Because they don't want to see you be happy. Racist people don't want to see the people of different colors that they don't like being happy. It doesn't matter if they're white, black, whatever. They don't want to see that person being happy. So instead of this constant, like, tick-for-tack thing where you're like, oh, all black people are this. And then in response, you said, well, all white people are this. You're just, I'm not saying you're just as bad as them. Because a lot of things that people say are completely horrible. And other things that people say are, like, slightly horrible. But do you really want to say something horrible either way towards a complete group of people? No. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it's like another issue, but I'll stay on this topic for right now. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the best thing you do is be happy. Like, I'm not saying ignore it. I'm not saying, like, if you want to say something, you can say something, but don't say racist stuff back. Don't make a TikTok completely out of context. Like, it was a video of this guy pouring water into a cup. And what? And it said God making white women. It was two cups, and it said smart or beautiful, something like that. And then, but it actually, he was putting up in a cup that said gross. Like, that's completely uncalled for. Like, I get there's history, but that, like, you know, not all white people did that. And I do think that you know, same thing as misogyny. Like, there's a lot of things that we need to address, but that's all of us. We all have things we have to address in terms of prejudices and stuff like that. But saying bad things to me it's just like it what does it do to you emotionally like and I have to go back to like 2015 when I was at my school and like you know this is what I really like felt like what it was to be a black person for the first time you know what I mean like like I said people had called me the n-word I kind of just laughed it off I didn't really care because it's just to me it just seemed ridiculous like you know like I can't believe that guy really used that word like what is this like 1950 like that kind of stuff like it bothers me but you know, I just think it's stupid. But that's like, I don't know if you remember, we went to the same high school. 
like that whole thing with the Baltimore riots and people were like getting exposed for like tweeting racist things like during mm-hmm. that situation like people that we went to school with and I'm like you know like what the blank is going on here you know what I mean like why, like mm-hmm. these are people that we walk across every day people that you know we hang out with on our sports teams or you know doing all these different stuff and like they're they're saying this trash about us like they're saying like you know black people are this like I think the post was like um not all black people are the n-word with the hardy are but the people rioting are and i'm like and this girl liked it and everyone because you can see the likes on twitter and everyone found out and you know they got mad at her or whatever but it's just crazy like and that's what i'm saying like there's a lot of things that people do but that doesn't give you the right to be nasty towards them like the whole situation with like the coronavirus completely ridiculous like that virus could have started literally anywhere a virus in general could have started literally anywhere and people want to attack asian people all day and say oh they're the reason for this well you know i mean who brought the viruses to the world in the first place am i right like when we were colonizing the world in fucking 1600 13 oh sorry <laughs> 1600 1300 1400 whatever like come on so i just think people really need to realize like you know just because somebody does something you doesn't mean you do something to them like and then people are being like you know racist toward asian people and they're like well the asian people have been racist to me and it's like yeah but not that particular person and like what the heck like you can't just like say something mean to one person because a completely different like random person of the same race said something to you three years ago like that's just weird to me so yeah that's what i'm saying like the best thing you can do if you really want to hurt a racist this is something that's targeted that's not you're not going to hurt random people you're going to hurt the people specifically that it's meant to is to be happy. I'm not saying you have to ignore it. I personally would. I mean, I'd not ignore it. So like if it's like, you know, violence or something, but stupid things like they just want attention. They really, and I really do think that they want attention they get it from everyone every single day because you're giving them the attention that they want. Nobody cares. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what some stupid girl on TikTok has to say. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm white and I get all the black guys. Like, I don't care. That's another thing is like with colorism and all these different things. Like to me, and I have a boyfriend of five years, close to five years. I don't, I'm not even in a dating pool. Don't ever want to be, I feel bad for everyone that's in it. But to me, tell me, you know, if I was dating, tell me if you don't like me because I'm black. I want to know. So I cannot be with you. I'm not going to convince you to like me. If you hate yourself as a black man or whatever and you don't want to be with a black girl because who knows why do i like you know what i mean that's that's so that's how self-hate he has to live with for the rest of his life i don't want any part of that burden i don't know about you if you mm. date a girl that you know doesn't like oh i don't like dark skin guys <laughs> like okay like don't let me know you know what i mean like i won't talk to you like i'm not gonna try to change somebody that thinks something stupid because it's just, it's no point. And I'm not going to, like, you know, be like, oh, whatever, like, they're, they don't like me. And, like, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to convince you. Sorry. Like, if you believe being with a certain race is some sort of, like, prize, that's on you. Because, again, it's just, like you said, it's just another one of the things where you're trying to, like, block off people and create this fake competition and pit women against each other because of their different races. And it's just another stupid way of, like just messing things up and not allowing yourself to be with people who are nice and genuine and you know you can have everlasting love 
and instead <laughs> you want to be racist i don't know it's kind of getting random but that's just how i feel about it it's like 3 a.m i don't know just weird. i have no idea oh, i don't even know where my phone went it's 2 14 yeah no i know 2 14 it's 3 14 254. 254. Oh, it started at 214. Bozo. I'm about to say, like, it's been. <laughs> last time I checked, it was 2 something. Um. Oh, yeah. This is the last thing. Oh, wait, do you have something to say about that? Mm. Fat shaming. That's what I was going to talk about. And that's another one of those things that I really think we got a problem in this society. And that's one of those things that, like, <sighs> racist, misogynistic, you know, I'm not saying there's a reason for it, but people have made up reasons. But we were looking at this post on Facebook. Not on Facebook. It was just this post of this girl. She was drumming. It was cool. And the whole comments were like, oh, she's fat. Like, what? Like, why do you have to point out things that are just so random? That's not thing. This is just the social media is trash episode, right? Like, why? It's like, it's like constantly every single picture that ever has a woman who, you know, I'm not going to say fat because it's just, it's just such a stupid term, but like literally that has an inch of fat on her body. It's like, everyone has to make it a thing. Like, oh no, she's going to have diabetes. Do I, do you care if somebody has diabetes? We have the coronavirus right now. Y'all ain't staying inside. Y'all walking around going on the beach and you, and you're going to go on Facebook and say, like, oh, she's going to get diabetes. Is that right? Do you feel good? Do you feel good about yourself to tell somebody, oh, you know, you should lose weight. That's right. Men or women. But you're watching. What were you watching? Um, old video on YouTube. The show with the guy, not Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel. With the, with the people about to jump in the pool. The belly yes. flop contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching this video and they're doing belly flop contests. And it was a man. And he looked like a very nice individual. You know what I mean? But... He was, I don't know, very large, but happy. Wouldn't mention it, his weight if, had no, if, if it didn't have anything to do with it. The amount of times they fat shamed that man on live TV or whatever was atrocious. That was so atrocious. Yeah. Remember that? Uh-huh. Like, does that matter? Does that matter? Mm-hmm. That much? Really? Like, oh, that person's big. That person's this. They, they, I mean, it was terrible. And they just allowed it. I don't know. I think it's something random. But what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah. And it's like even calling people fat. Like, what year is it, bro? Like, that's such a, like, a really bad, sad insult. Like, imagine I called, looked at you and I'm like, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, you're, <laughs> like, you're so stupid. You don't even know how to do, you don't even know how to, do, like, do two plus two. Like, you're so dumb. And you're like, yeah, well, you're fat. Like, I just called you an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, you're stupid. And you're going to come back as like, oh, she's a fat, she's a fat beep. That's just so dumb. Like, that don't mean nothing. You're the dumb one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, would you rather be dumb or fat? Like, I'd rather be fat. Like, what is this? Like, I don't know. I think it's crazy. Like, that's another thing I just think is very strange. Like, another social social media phenomenon is like commenting on people's weight it's so insane like a celebrity posts a picture we're like oh is she pregnant like no she just ate you know what i mean like she just you know ate what? and it's like nine o'clock at night and you know i don't know about men but me in particular when i eat i get bloated at night 
Like, I can push my stomach out so far. I literally look like I'm seven months pregnant. Like, it's, it's a talent. It's a talent I've been working on for years at this point. <laughs> it takes a lot of core strength. Not the, not the core strength you want, <laughs> but core strength nonetheless to push your belly out that far. So, I don't know. I, think, I just think that's weird. You remember seeing that right on that post. And they're like, oh, she's fat. She's fat. She's fat. Like, yeah. They're like, yeah, that was good, but she's fat. What does that matter? Like, why are you guys like, just the comment section of anything's horrible, but it's just weird. Like, you, like I've never, like, you, it, it, it takes, it takes so much to get a comment out of me. I'm such, like, a social media... Like, I don't even post that much anymore. Like, I'm such, like, a browser. You know what I mean? Like, I just browse. Even if I don't like someone, I'm like... I go to type something out, and I'm like, no. The only thing I do is I corrected some girl because she posted some real, like, random stupid, like, crap. And I was like, no, this is wrong. But it was, like, literally, like, incorrect. Like, just, mm-hmm. like, not even the right terminology. But it's, like... Like, it's, like, literally people, like... You don't think that's weird? Like, people, like, go out of their way, like, to be like, oh, she's fat. Or, like... Oh, you're a dumb woman. Like oh, for no strange, reason. You know? Like have like do like if you are on this podcast, like and you do that, explain. Explain. Like does it make like what do you get out of that? Like I don't know, like I said, it takes a lot. I don't comment on anything, like ever. Like I'm just like it's just not something I comment. I like I'll I'll tag someone in something, but very rarely I usually just send it to them. So they actually comment and be like, oh, this is bad. Like, it's just so, so ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Like, people really need to just, like, stop. Especially in the quarantine. Oh, my god, Like, find a different hobby or something. Because, like, the ugliness is really coming out with you guys on... Not you guys, because you might be a good podcast listener. Mm-hmm. But with a lot of people, like, the ugly is coming out. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I've been at home for, like, <laughs> three days now. Let me tweet something racist, misogynist, homophobic, and fat shaming. Like, it's just so weird. Like, get a hobby, improve on yourself, and, um, yeah, instead of commenting mean things. Because mean things are not good. And I'm, like, getting exhausted. I'm just out of breath. I know y'all can hear me, like, (sighs) you know, breathing heavy. And all I'm doing is talking. And I talk a lot, all the time. You can ask him, so I don't really know why I'm acting like this, but it is what it is. You know anything to say about that? <laughs> I feel like no one's going to listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope they don't, because I'm like, she's weird. She just talks about random stuff all day. <laughs> she's crazy. Hey, look, you said you wanted to talk about stuff, and you said I could talk about what I wanted, and that's what uh, I want to talk about. Yeah, well, I like that. <laughs> I, like, I like this episode. I think a lot of people like this episode, too, you know? He's like sitting there and said, like, yeah, never again. No, you need a diversity of ideas diversity of opinions sometimes a diversity of voices my nose was whistling hmm? my nose was whistling <laughs> <laughs> well don't you have something to say or i'm tired all about what point in particular i mean i got anything well <sighs> don't leave me hanging i think one thing that i you know that i really thought about for a little bit was the idea that people on the internet are taking malicious counter positions to 
you know, the forces that are against them. Like, you know, people feel like, oh, these people have been racist in my entire life. And so that gives me right to counter with something racist. And I thought that was an important thing. Um, because, you know, whether you're returning with a negative comment or whether you were the originator of a negative idea, you want in the same counter movements are one and the same you know and um both are unwell and, and result and will result ultimately in unwellness in society and the people around you because like i said it's not a ray it's a radiance and they're gonna put that on the side of a billboard it's not the ray it's a radiance <laughs> um when you harbor negative emotions when you harbor you know concepts that make you unwell that's something that affects it corrodes you way more than it corrodes the other side and not only that it affects everybody around you you know mm-hmm. I think it's important to recognize uh, how healthy and how well you are in your life in order to steer yourself on the right path yep look in the mirror man everything you know the gradient of emotions i don't know it off the top of my head but it goes from the bottom negative emotions like apathy the fear uh then the grief and then the um anger and then it goes to i think like carriage courage all the way up to the top you know to peace and i think it's important to realize okay what anger what 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 if it is anger that's one thing but what emotion do I uh, do I inhabit the most? Where I'm, where am I on this gradient of emotion most often? Yeah. And um, I think for a lot of people, you know, um, it's interesting because the emotion that you harbor the most is usually the emotion that you find yourself recognizing the most in society. And so, for people who feel like they're oppressed, whether you are or not. Um, you know, for the people who look for, you know, I, I feel like the people who are experiencing those low down motions, you know, have an increased awareness of, 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 of negative things having, you know, they have an increased negativity bias. You know, mm-hmm. when you, when I go out in everyday life, you know, uh, I don't, you know, if I see something stupid on the internet, I'm keep I'm keeping going. When I see yeah. something on the internet, I'm not really paying attention to it. I'm not really feeding into it. Because that emotion is not something that I resonate with. But it requires an angry mind. And it requires an unwell mind to be triggered constantly. Yeah. Because if you're someone that's triggered constantly, look at what emotion you exhibit most often. Anger. That's what I'm trying to get all day because I'm you know, mad all the time on there. You, you, you don't let... You don't let you know, Star Wars quote. You know, your brother birthday just passed. Let's drop a Star Wars quote. They say, hey, this might not even be Star Wars. Who knows? <laughs> they say, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the enemy. Oh, that was a villain. Or, or the villain, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Go ahead. No. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people. We that literally hurt. came up immediately. That's kind of creepy. That says the Dark Knight. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. What was the dark oh night? my lord, that was funny. Okay. 
Sorry I'm sure if I he liked that movie to, you know, in your too. ears. But you know, either way, man, people will let these negative emotions really capsize them mm -hmm. every day. You know, like Chance the Rep said, man, you're like a ship. You know, and the only way a ship can sink is if you, you know, what's outside of it comes in. And a lot of people, they get holes in them from a comment, a negative blow, a cheap shot that someone sends, sends them on the internet. And then a negative emotion comes in. And when that ship sinks, you become the sea. You become just like it. You can't differentiate between ship, land, you know, in, in, in the sea. Because right. you just like that which she was going against. A lot of movements start very positive at the core, but they, you know, become corrupted from, you know, feel the feeling of an of oppression is a negative emotion in itself. The feeling of offense is a negative emotion. Mm -hmm. And if you're constantly experiencing negative emotions, that's what your movement and your character, your identity and everything around you will turn towards. You know, it's corrosive. That's all I really have to say. I think people need to realize that when they feel like, oh, you're this, you know, you're a racist, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe not in an instance, but as an eventuality, you are one and the same to that person. Especially if you, you know, you arm yourself against them throughout time, but I don't know. For sure. Well. <sighs> I'm still on. A few times, I'm trying to give you a hour's worth of content. Hmm. No, I'm so tired. Not, not all over where I mean, somewhere like 57 minutes. Yeah, but you know, the people, the people like me. Frank, mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to say, but yeah, I just feel like exactly what you said. It just, um, yeah, like I maybe they just have lived in that for so long that Ugh. they're just now like, oh, you know, let me just like they get you before you get me mentality or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just very. <laughs> very weird like it's like I, I it's like you know very strange very strange phenomenon and like i said it's very disappointing because um it's like these people like i said are like years older than me in some situations and they still put up racist homophobic misogynistic all the issues like you know content on the internet and it's just very like transphobic you name it like and it's just very like weird like and that's why i think a lot of people need to understand like a lot of people like like to you know make the feminist movement for instance about like um oh they want like they want equal pay or they want this or they want that and I, i'm not like you can't even look at a woman because of how they like you know whatever and it's like that's like literally the, the like just get rid of all the you know i just i think like um labeling is very like very detrimental like you said well not like you said but for movements like how you said that becomes like a they start out positive but they can become negative because mm -hmm. i think that like with the labeling it's like and that's another thing like it's like with with movements it's like, you know, it has to, like, a lot of people just treat it like, oh, it has to be this way. You know what I mean? Like, if you're mm -hmm. a feminist, you have to believe in this, this, this. If you support Black Lives Matter, then this is what we're going to do. And you can't do this. And it just becomes like a, let's add a new rule. Let's add a new rule. Let's add a new rule, right? And I think a lot of people forget, like, 
the meaning behind these movements is because people just want to be left alone you know what i mean mm. like you have to like you need to leave people alone like you know like if you're a guy complaining that the feminist movement has resulted in you not being able to catcall a woman or something you need to stop doing that people want to be left alone you know what i mean like and a lot of guys say oh they wouldn't care if it happened to them but you know it just it doesn't happen you know what I mean? It, I mean, I'm not saying it never happens, but it doesn't happen to the degree that it happens to women and not in such a degrading way in a lot of cases. And that's why a lot of guys don't really understand why catcalling and, you know, sexual harassment is such a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people come from the perspective, like, oh, I'd love if a woman said I was beautiful. That's if, if it's a woman that you think is beautiful says that you're beautiful. But if it was a bunch of girls that you think were ugly and were creepy, and that's another thing people don't understand is men are scary. <laughs> like <laughs> women are not really scary. You know what I mean? Like women can be scary. But there's a little bit of like that, you know, size difference and whatever. I'm not saying women can't, you know, fight or or do different things, but there is that, you know, when you're walking down the street and a guy's like, you know, taller than you or stronger than you or whatever, you're like well, he might kill me, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't mind if... It's not It's not the catcalling that's an issue. It's like, you're catcalling, you're being creepy, and you're too big and scary, and I don't want to do... You know, I don't want to deal with you. You know what I mean? So, if it, if it was the opposite, and, like, women were, like, you know, seven-foot giants, and we were like, hey, baby, I think you're cute, and, you know, like, humongous, and like, you scared, like, oh, like, she gonna, she gonna do something to me in this alley, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like... No, like that's why I think people really need to understand like the root of the of the, all these movements is that people want to be left alone. Like Black Lives Matter, like oh, you know, like the white cops, they're good too. It's not about the cops, okay? It's that black people want to be left alone. Trayvon Martin wanted to be left alone. You need to leave people alone. Like it's not about you know complying. It's not about cops always doing good things every day. Literally about leaving people alone. Now, the caveat, I like that word, you notice I've been saying that a lot, mm-hmm. the asterisk to that, or the flip side to that, whatever, <laughs> is that people also, like I said before, like, they make these movements, and they want to keep adding a rule to everything. Like, feminism was once, you know, just women being able to do what they want to do, and even liberalism, literally with the word liberal, like, let, you know, be tolerant and let people do what they want to do. But now it's become, like, a, a whole thing to, like, tell people what they have to do. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, like, I've seen, like, posts, like, oh, you know, like, women, they should you shouldn't want to be a stay-at-home mom or something, or they're less, and it's like, it, ain't feminism about be having the choice to stay at home or go to work? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Like, I'm serious, like, why do you keep changing the rules to where it's just another, like I said to him before, it's just another brand of misogyny, like, it's like telling women that they, sh- like, they have to work is the same thing as telling women that they can't work. It's just, it's just two different things, but it's, like, the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so weird. It's like, you know, you can't be pro-black if you're dating a white woman or, or a white man. And it's like, you know, what, like, what do you mean? Like, (laughs) once you start dating someone outside your race, like, you're automatically on their side. Like, (laughs) you know, you, like, you automatically say, oh, well, guess I'm not black anymore. Like, it's very weird, you know? Like, so it's just, like... Like, the people who are against certain movements just realize that people just be left alone. If you leave people alone, then you're doing the right thing, you know? Like, if you're a man and a girl walks by and you don't bother her, you're doing the right thing. You don't have to be offended. 
by women saying, hey, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be bothered. But if you're a man and you're so offended, like with that whole post, <laughs> the whole idea. I remember like I'm um, my senior year of high school, I educated the boys in my class. I've just I've always been ahead of my time, people. I educated the boys of my class about not touching a woman's back when you're walking by her. Do not touch a woman's lower back when you're walking by. If you need to get by, you have a mouth. You say, excuse me. Okay? Or you can... Just don't touch people. You know? But it's a, it's a, it's a thing that guys do sometimes. This is, a, this is a message I want to spread out there. Do not touch women. Like, it's not even a joke. Like, don't touch their lower backs. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Because, you know, you wouldn't go to a guy and touch his lower back, would you? No? No. <laughs> Like, it's like, oh, guys, like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like, would you touch a guy on his lower back? No, you wouldn't. A lot of people are like, oh, there's nothing, there's nothing sexual about it until you, like, put <laughs> no, it on. There's no way on their lower back. I'm going to say, you put, on, you put on the same gender. That's why I'm laughing. So you put on the same gender. Because I know, because we had this discussion before. <laughs> like, you think it's weird, and I think it's weird. But a lot of guys will do it, and they're like, oh, like, you know, I can, like, just don't do it. If you're at the club, and it's like, you like a girl, be normal, say, hey. I think you're pretty. Here's my number. Here's my Instagram. Whatever. Don't like, like, oh, excuse me, and like rub your, you know, nether region and <laughs> against her and, and, you know, touch her back. Don't do that weird stuff. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. That was. I remember I told the people. I showed them we were doing a Socratic seminar. I don't know how we got on it. It was like, like you know, a week before school ends, and the teacher was really just letting whatever happen. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what we're gonna talk about today? This. Don't do that. And all the girls are like, yup. And this, and you know, we're freaking 18 you know what i mean like that's weird that we've already been experiencing that weird stuff by that at the age and probably many years before but yeah it's just weird i don't know what i was talking about oh yeah movements so yeah don't put rules on movements like just understand people want to be left alone like women aren't trying to like come like with pitchforks and like skewer men and have them on a roaster Unless they taste good, then we will. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, that, like we're going to, like, serve your guy's head on a platter. You know, like, we just don't want to be touched. We want to get paid for, you know, work. And, um, yeah, pretty much it. That's feminism in a nutshell. But um, <laughs> a lot of people are like, no, I should be able to tell a woman that she's hot and beautiful, even though I have, like, a wife and three kids at home. What? Weird. <laughs> just weird. I just, I hate when people say, oh, I can't even look at a woman anymore. Like, please don't. Yeah, like stop. Please like never, saying. please never look at me again. <laughs> if you say, "Oh, I can't," you can't even compliment. Please don't compliment a woman. Please, please don't. We like we're going like they're going to die because they can't tell a woman that she's beautiful. And that's not thing. Like some things are just not a compliment. You know what mm. I mean? Like, and people need to realize that. Like, if you're like, "Oh," and I'll say this. Like, if you went to a girl, I'm like, "Oh, you're beautiful," right? It's still a little creepy. I just think that's a little... It's a strong word to use for somebody, like, that you don't know, right? Don't you think mm-hmm. it's a little weird? Like, when someone, if someone was like, hey, you're beautiful. Like, ooh. You know, mm-hmm. like... Like, what, do you want to, like, you know, chop me up or something? And, like, store me in, like, a, you know, China cabinet <laughs> with other women that you thought were beautiful? <laughs> but, like, you know, if you are if you just are cool and you, and you got, you know, some, some uh, drip, <laughs> then, you know, you're cool. But, like... If you're like, oh, you got like, you know, nice something, like <laughs> nice uh, nether regions or, uh, you know, a nice shape. Very inappropriate and very weird. Like, 
And my guy's like, yo, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, okay, like, what would you do if some guy said that to your mom? Like, in public. Like, I hate that we have to even, like, make that a thing where, like, guys are like, no, there's nothing wrong with it. And they're like, well, would you like it to happen to your sister? Your mom's like, no, I'd hate it. Like, then how do you not see what's wrong with it? <laughs> you know? But, like, I don't know. Like, some things are just not a compliment. Like, some things are just not a compliment at all. Mm-hmm. They're just weird. They make someone feel uncomfortable. And it's just really weird. Like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it's like if someone came up to you and was like, hey, you know, you got a nice butt. Like, you'd be like, ugh. Like, why are you looking at my butt? That's kind of weird. <laughs> and be like, oh, it's just a compliment. Like, yeah, no, it's weird. A compliment's like, hey, you have a nice, you know, pair of shoes. That's a nice compliment. I'd appreciate that. No, I wouldn't. Please don't speak to me. But you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, just don't be weird, people. Just don't be weird. People just need to stop being weird. Everyone just needs to stop being weird. And then the world will just be better. Mm-hmm. That should be the name of this podcast. Don't be weird. Right. Well, anything to say on that? Because we finally reached the hour mark. Um. I've been yapping too long. I think, I don't know, just, you know, like you said, I think it just really boils down to, you know, be respectful, which is just to say my favorite line, be empathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, you might think that you understand, you know, based off whatever data you have in your mind, how someone is really feeling, despite what they're really saying about your actions, but, you know... That's the problem with being competitive-minded. You know, you're self-centered, you're self-serving, and you don't see the reality of other people's emotions without the lens of your own perception. You know, no one does, but we got to try to. And, um, yeah. You know, you might be thinking about this podcast episode right here, like... I wish this girl would shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You might think, how does that tie into mass movements? If you think about it, man, all these ideas, all these concepts, at one point or another, have been attached to mass movements. And um, when you look at it, these mass movements are, at the core, they're not very... They're not very palatable. It's not something you write home about. It's not something that you'd enjoy to experience. And um, when you when you think about it, when you when you really want to break down why, it's because at the core, these mass movements were formulated from the self-serving minds of an individual or group. These mass movements were based in a competitive mindset based in unwellness, which unwellness is based in survival. Think of the bottom of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You're unwell when you're at the bottom. Safety needs. Think about, you're thinking about safety needs. You know what I mean? Safety needs is a matter of survival. And when you're trying to get your safety needs, you're going to be competitive for resources because you're unwell. You know, and uh, when you're at the bottom of the pyramid, like I always say, Safety needs is not a statement on other people in society because there's no empathy at this level. But the more you go up, oh, love and belonging, suddenly you 
that that requires realizing other people exist. Prestige realize you know requires realizing other people think, but at the bottom it doesn't require any of that. And a lot of these movements were born from the desire for safety in one way or another. You know, okay, mm -hmm. I want to be misogynistic, and we going to be men because maybe we don't feel safe in this identity that we already have as individuals. You know what I'm saying? Who are men? Um, racism. Maybe we don't feel safe. You know, with the advancement of this race or this culture in our society. Um, so when you go to bring your ideas from your head, and this is the importance of the journey that we're all on. You have to go through the process you have to go through the journey because it refines you when you go to bring these ideas out into your head in the form of mass movements you want to monitor first what is the quality of life and where you're coming from where where, where are you originating you know because negative mass movements do exist they collect a, a group of people who feel negatively about life it's important it's, it's our job as people who design the world to monitor our emotions monitor what we are stimulated by and what we're responding to Okay, and so we're at this point in time, you know, you just heard a lot of, you know, Alexa's opinions on these things. And I'm pretty sure everybody listening to this podcast, well, most people listening to this podcast might feel similarly about a lot of those things. And uh, a lot of those things might be prevalent and widespread in your life as a minority, as somebody who's not a minority or somebody who's, you know, a woman or whatever else you might be. And, um, you may be at a tipping point where you want to express these things in hopes that you could rewrite some of the narratives that were already in society. And um, in rewriting these narratives, you know, you, you might, in, in, in the idea of rewriting these narratives, you, that might be something that you want to bring to society in a form of mass movement. Maybe you feel like this and you've never, you know, uh, communed with somebody who expressed some of the same feelings and you felt alone, you know. Maybe you have some of these ideas, but there's a little twist on them and you wish people, in, you know, you wish maybe you could contribute this, uh, to this conversation that people would know your side of the story as well, you know. And so if you're a business owner, you know, um, and you have, you know, feelings about something particular in the world and you want to bring your ideas in the world in the form of a mass movement, you know, obviously, you know, what I think is the best way to do that. I'm not going to be the dead horse. But as always, man, you heard in the first few episodes, we're not completely assembled yet. We're still in a charging up phase, trying to get it all together, get the best writers and the best interviews in the world. But look, if you want a sales memoir written to get your ideas out into the world in the form of a mass movement, if you want to build a community and a tribe around the concepts and your central ideas that you harbor as a person, as a business owner, and if you want to do that in a profitable way, you can right now, all you can do is join the list. First come, first serve. If you want to re reserve your seat to get your sales memoir written, um, go to memoirlaunch.com slash launch list. Uh, it'll be a little quiz, you know, to see if we're a good fit. But once you take the quiz, you can sign up for the list and you'll officially have reserved your seat. We're hitting up the list. First come, first served. So if you're not part of the first wave, it might take a little bit of, uh, bit of time to get your sales memoir written. But if you want to do that, man, I'll be more than happy to work with you. Um, so that's memoirlaunch.com slash launch list. And um, that's pretty much all I already have to say. Final thoughts? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think I, I'm all talked out. That's good. Well, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, you know, I have to help the people. 
I appreciate you know the conversation as always. And um, where 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 do you want? Where can they find you at? Oh, you know, I I do so much. You know, um, you can find me in Prague. No, um, I actually have an Instagram account. Um, I would say you could find me on his Instagram, but he don't got nothing on his Instagram right now. <laughs> but um, at Alexis Jacqueline Smith, A L E X I S J A C Q U E L Y N Smith, S M I T H. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. Well, yeah, um, you'll be able to find those things in the description box. Uh, if I forget to put them in the description box, somebody remind me pretty please. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, um, also, if you got my Instagram, if you got a description, you know, if you like this episode, um, what should we name this series? If she wants to come on and do a series, what, what would you name it? Other than that, man, please, man, um, subscribe to this podcast. Pretty please. Imagine me on the corner with a cup in my hand <laughs> begging for the subscription. You know, and you might say, oh, you're making fun of homeless people. No, I'm not. We're freeing homeless people. Come on now. That's something we're going to do. Homeless people is not going to exist by the time I die. So we don't even have to worry about that. So subscribe to this podcast. Pretty please. I really need it. I need it, man. Uh, like this podcast. I don't know what platform you're on. Share this podcast. Um, What else can you do? Comment on this podcast and follow her on social media. Uh. I thank y'all for tuning in just as much as I thank her for talking. This is Dallas, and this is the Grand Design Podcast, man. And if no one has nothing else to say, then good night. Good night.